Last Wednesday of June, sixth month of the year, the uh, month that signs, months, and miracles are taking place. We're so excited about ministering to you what the Holy Spirit has given to me to minister to you. Uh, uh, we need your undivided attention, uh, hear what the Holy Spirit is saying, you know, because we're working with the Holy Spirit. So, Make sure you're taking good notes so you can go back and rehearse them, uh, meditate on them, because it's very important uh, what we're going to share tonight uh, that you be able to receive uh, from the Lord. Amen. Father, we just thank you for another opportunity to come before you. <clears throat> thank you for a wonderful day. For This is the day you have made. We do rejoice. And we'd be glad in this day. Thank you for uh, the men and women of God that's on the line tonight to hear training in the word that we will become all that you want us to become, receive all that you want us to receive and achieve all that you want us to achieve in the year of 2022, the year of explosive miracles. We've seen you do mighty things already. And we know that the next six months are going to be even better than the first six months. We thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise God. Now, I want to uh, begin to talk about uh, positioning yourselves or staying in position for miracles to manifest. Uh, staying in position. Uh, for miracles to manifest uh, in your life when you need them. Uh, I want you to write this down because um, it'll be part of our teaching tonight. Um, number one, I want you to write down the word hearing. Uh, hearing is important uh, because Without hearing, you can't have faith. Amen. Without hearing, you can't have faith. Romans 10, 17 say, So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes or faith enter in uh, to our mental capacity through the hearing of faith. Or the hearing of the word of God. Let me put it that way. The hearing of the promises of God. Uh, that you might need God to demonstrate or manifest in your life. So hearing is so important. We'll get into some more scriptures to solidify that. Uh, hearing. Uh, position you. In your thinking. So number two is thinking. My hearing uh, produces my thinking. My hearing produces my hear my thinking. Now, 
the reason why I need my thinking because I need to meditate. Thinking, meditate. Now, from our thinking comes our believing system. What we hear, what we think, eventually becomes what we believe. Are you listening? Very important, this is the process. Your hearing affects your thinking. Your thinking affects uh, your believing and your believing affects your speaking. Are you listening? So and your speaking affects your receiving. All right? My hearing affects my thinking. My thinking affects my believing. My believing affects my speaking. And my speaking affects my receiving from God. So we have five dimensions that we're working with. Hearing, thinking, believing, speaking, receiving. Are you listening? Give me that again. I want to go slow. Because, see, you have to work on this, my brothers and sisters. This is not automatic. You have to work on this. Uh, it's so very important. Again, what you hear affects what you think. What you think is going to affect what you believe. What you believe is going to affect what you speak. And what you speak is going to affect what you receive. Now, we gave you Romans 10, 17. So then, faith cometh, notice faith cometh means it comes, it produces faith cometh by hearing, and the scripture says hearing of the word of God, okay, that's Romans 10, 17 now, so then faith cometh by hearing, hallelujah, faith cometh by hearing. So if I'm not hearing the right things, faith can't come. If faith can't come, right, then my thinking is not going to be there. My believing is not going to be there. My speaking is not going to be there. Guess what's not going to be there? My receiving. So these things you have to work on consistently or daily, may I say. Now, Hebrew chapter 2, verse 1. Hebrew chapter 2, verse 1. Turn there. And we're going to be in the King James version. Now, notice what it says here. I want you to pay close attention. Now, therefore, Hebrew chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. At least at any time we should let them slip. So it's easy 
to come to church, hear message, and let it slip. If you don't do Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing, hearing by, means you have to keep hearing it until faith comes alive on what you believe in God for or the miracle you're expecting, signs or wonders you're expecting to see in your life. Come on, write this down. It's very important to you. It's the development of your faith. It's the development of your maturity of walking with the anointing and the Holy Spirit so that he can manifest the word of God that's coming out of your mouth into your life or into your family, your existence, your finances, whatever the case may be. Now, again, it's that it can slip. But if it slip means you're not thinking about it, it means it's going away. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not when you're in the hunt for signs, wonders, and miracles. You can't forget. You got to keep it on your mind. Are you listening? It's a discipline. Uh, it's a focus that you have to do every day. Praise God. You know, every morning, I'm listening to the Holy Spirit in my spirit when I awaken concerning what I should send you for you to meditate or think upon for the day. See, those scriptures come from the Holy Spirit. I just don't throw something out there for the sake of thought. No, these things come from the Holy Spirit. He'll say, this week, I want them to hear. I want them to know. I want them to, to pay attention to. And I'll send those things out to you. So you should say those things. And remember now, faith come by hearing. So you should take that scripture. You should read it out loud. To yourself. That scripture we gave you today. Or yesterday. You read it out loud. Wow, faith come by hearing. Hearing. Faith come by hearing. So if it comes out of your mouth. You're speaking out your mouth. Faith can come from you speaking out your mouth. It's not just hearing a preacher preach. Or somebody on the tape. No, it's you. Decreeing and declaring the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing. But hearing affects my thinking. Then I start thinking about what I'm speaking, and I'm speaking what I'm thinking. So you can't speak outside of your thinking. You're speaking what you're thinking. Praise God. Are you listening to me? If not, you're going to let it slip. Praise God. Now, again, uh, we're seeing the word of God here. Don't let it slip. I know we get busy. We got this. Are you too busy for a miracle? Are you too busy for a sign? Are you too busy for a wonder? Well, you can't stop or you think or ponder what you need God to do in your life. You know, we got social media, we got the Instagram, we got Facebook, we got all these things that can take our attention away from what we need to focus on or what we need in our life. See, praise God. And so the enemy loves having your mind so occupied with other things 
You never focus on what you need God to do in your life. You need a miracle. You need to focus on that word until that miracle manifests. Praise God. Now, let's keep going. Let's look at Hebrew chapter 10. Again, we're dealing with our hearing, our thinking, our believing, our speaking, and then we encounter our receiving. Praise God. Now, in Hebrew chapter 10, look at verse number 16. This is the covenant. I know that this is a covenant. You know what covenant means? It cannot be broken. It cannot be broken. God is making a covenant between us. Praise God. He said, this is the covenant that I will make with those with them after those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and in their minds, I'll write them. In their minds, I'll inscribe them. But the other word is your spirit. I will put the word in their spirit and then that word in their spirit will register to their mind and I'll write it on their mind. Praise God. And that's how these scriptures come out of me because I, the Holy Spirit have helped me to write them on my mind. I don't get before America and memorize my message. Oh, God, no. I don't practice my message. No, it comes out of my spirit to my mind, to my mouth, to you. Hallelujah. Are you listening? So then he says, so God wants to make sure that word gets into your spirit. Uh, David said, that word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That word gets into your heart, into your spirit, and then it registered in your mind, and then you won't sin against God. Because the spirit will remind you, don't do that. The scripture will come up and give you exactly what the Lord wants you to do, and then you know to back off from it. See, that's, that's part of walking with the Lord. That's part of walking the holiness, sanctification. Now, that's a side thought. Now, again, our hearing has something to do with our thinking. What we hear, what we think, what we speak, uh, what we believe has a lot to do with our receiving from God. Now, I'm not trying to rush. I'm trying to make sure you write down and hear this because this, listen, this works. If it didn't work, he wouldn't put it in the, in the Bible. But remember, he said, you must take heed to how you, what you're hearing so it don't slip. It don't slip. We'll get it a little bit more. It don't slip. A lot of times the word of God slips from us and we don't, we don't, we don't dwell upon it. And because we don't dwell upon it, we don't speak it. And when we don't speak it, we don't receive from it. Amen. Now, in the same chapter of verse uh, Hebrew chapter 10, I want us to look at verse number 23. It's a very powerful little verse here. Let us consider, no, let us hold fast the profession. That word profession is also confession. 
of our faith without wavering. Wow. Without wavering, let us hold fast to our faith without wavering. Now, the only way that you and I cannot waver, we have to keep hearing. Because faith comes by hearing. Faith, the hearing keeps our faith sharp and alert to the things of God. See, so then again, let us hold fast to the confession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promise. So I can stay consistent with my confession because he is faithful that promise. The, the Amplifier says this, praise God. So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised, we know who he is, God, promised is reliable, sure, and faithful to his word. See, God is faithful to his word. If you are faithful to the word. So. Faithfulness equals faithfulness equals manifestation, demonstration, signs, wonders and miracles. So you got to hold fast. You got to keep saying it. Well, I, how do I keep saying it? I keep hearing it. Well, when I keep hearing it, I keep thinking it. When I think it, I believe it. As I believe it, I speak it. And eventually you're going to receive exactly what you are uh, pondering on and, and, and meditating on in your mind. Now, go with me to uh, Mark chapter 4. Let's see. Mark chapter 4. Praise his wonderful name. Now listen very closely because this is this is this is going to put you on the pathway and keep you in positioning uh, to receive what you need from Almighty God. Amen. 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 Praise this wonderful name. Hallelujah. Now, notice this. In Mark chapter 4, I love this passage, by the way. Is it helped me uh, in my walk with God? It helped me to do some things that I need to get done. Now, Mark chapter 4, verse number 23. Now, notice this. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear, right? Hearing. Now notice, if any man have ears to hear, now he's talking about your inner ear or your spiritual ear because we all have ears and we can see them. So he's not talking about our natural ear per se. He's talking about our inner ear of the spirit. See? The inner man on the inside had ears that he could hear from the voice of God. Now, Verse 24, listen to this. And he said unto them, Jesus said unto them, take heed what you hear. So now, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. You have to be careful 
what's going into your ears. Let me say that again. You have to be careful what's going into your ears to the to the point that it is affecting your uh, thinking and your believing, which is going to affect your speaking and receiving. Are you listening? Take heed to what you, you can't be listening to. Sometimes you got to just tune people out or tune things out because it will uh, drown your faith in fear, doubt, and unbelief. And God don't want that. Amen. Yeah, I want you fervent in faith at all times. Now, take heed, verse 24 again, take heed to what you hear. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured unto you again. It shall be measured unto you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. And for him that hath, to him that shall be given, and him that have not shall be taken away even that which had. So it talks about you can get stuff and begin to think wrong, and it'll go. It'll flee from. Job said this. The thing that I feared the most came upon me. The thing that he thought, the thing that he taught came upon him. See, even though God blessed him, then he had a fear of thinking or perceiving that it could lead. And here it comes. So you got to be careful that you don't get around the wrong environments and the wrong influences that will cause your faith to drown through negativity, to disbelief. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you listening? It's very important that you get a hold of it. Now, in the Amplified, let me give it to you in the Amplified. Praise God. I love it. Listen to it in the Amplified. If any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him perceive and understand. And he said to them, be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you and more besides will be given to you who hear. Verse 25, for to him who has will more be given and from him who have nothing, even that which you have, shall be taken away by force. That means that something going to come, uh, and you know how things can happen, circumstances, situations, difficulties, will come and take it away by force. And so you got to be careful that these outer, outer perimeters, outer influences, outer environments, don't af affect your hearing to where your thinking is off, your believing is off, your speaking is off, therefore your receiving is off. Because you allow somebody to violate your faith. And you can't afford that, ladies and gentlemen. Not in this hour. Not in the time we're living in, we need hot, fervent faith. And it can only come by hearing. See, the devil will get you so... See, the devil know you're not sinning, but he gets you so busy where you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's why the Bible said, let aside every weight and see, which do so easily beset us. 
See, it's not a weight. You're busy. That's a weight. You, you're going about this. It's a, it's a weight. It's a heaviness. So you're missing out on something. Amen. So he, if he can't get you in sin, he's going to get you in the weight of worry, the weight of frustration, the weight I got to get this done, the weight, oh my God, one but he'll get you some kind of way if your hearing is off. So then faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, are you listening, class? It's very important that you get a hold of this message tonight because if you don't, what's going to happen is you're not going to receive. You got to keep hearing. I'll take one message and I'll listen to it about five or six times. Because the first time you don't hear it, the second time you don't hear it, third time, about the fourth, fifth, sixth time you start, it start registering on your mind. You start hearing things, you start perceiving things, you start getting things to invoke your faith, to build your faith, to strengthen your faith, to stand firm in your faith, and know that God will and shall manifest what you are hearing in your ears and what you're thinking in your mind and what you're believing in your spirit and what you're speaking through your mouth is going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass. I'm just going to hold fast. It's going to come to pass. I'm not going to let my faith go. It's going to come to pass. I don't care what it looked like. It's going to come to pass. I'm standing on the word. God said, my covenant should I not break nor alter the things that have gone out of my mouth. I'm standing on the word. I'm standing on the word of God. I'm standing on the word of God. God said it. I believe it. That settles it. And it's going to come to pass. God's not lying to me. God's not tricking me. And, you be, and you're saying these things over and you're speaking that word until it grows on the inside. And then it manifests on the outside. And the church say amen to that. Praise God. I tell you what, if you follow this prescription, you know what's going to happen? You're going to receive. If you follow what the Holy Spirit is saying to us tonight, guess what? You are going to receive from the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, go with me to Mark chapter 10, verse 46. Mark chapter 10, verse 46. Here we see something happening. I'll show you a, 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 a sign, one the miracle that took place based on what we're ministering to you tonight. Here in Mark chapter 10, verse 46. And as they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, and a great number of people, Brian Barnabas, the son of Tamias, sat by the highway side begging. Verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out 
and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal. Now, son of David, have mercy on me. It's amazing. This man's hearing God, hearing Jesus. He's reaching out, and then the people around him trying to affect or drown his faith by saying, shut up, blind man. That's one. That's one that needs a miracle. You would think they were trying to bring him to Jesus, and they're telling him to shut up. In the maze of people like that all the time, you're trying to step out in faith, believe God, and they're trying to squash or smother or drown your faith. Now, you would think they would say, Jesus, come over here. He need a miracle. Shut up, you blind man. Oh, my God. Now, as people like that affect your hearing. Now, they try to affect his hearing. Now, he hear it, but he's thinking, no, he hear, I'm going to just keep crying out. He's going to hear me. What, what, what caused him to do that? His believing. His believing that connected to his speaking. So now he heard, he's thinking, oh man, Jesus is here. He started thinking, believe it, if I, if I can get a hold of him, I can get my healing. So he started speaking. And they told him, shut up. He got louder. Guess what? When they tell you to shut up, guess what you need to do? Get louder. Get louder so the devil can say, here, so, oh my gosh, he's going crazy. He's going crazy. No, get louder. Voice the word of God. Now, let's keep going. Watch what happens when you get louder and you don't stop and you stay and you stay persistent in your believing and your speaking and your thinking and your hearing. What happened? Jesus stood still. He said, wait a minute. I hear a different sound in the realm of the spirit. Now, there's a lot of people, but he said, no, I hear faith. I hear faith calling me. I hear faith summoning me to a miracle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how we summon the Holy Spirit, summon Jesus and summon God through our hearing, our thinking, our believing, and our speaking. Now what? Jesus stood still and commanded him to and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort. Rise. He called it. Now, all of a sudden, now, they're trying to, you know, smooth it. Ah, oh, man, come on. Be of good comfort. Now, he's calling you now. Instead of them, praise God. Man, you get, get ready for your miracle. Jesus is calling you. They should have been rejoicing, man. It's getting ready to happen. They sort of, you know, oh, yeah, be of good comfort now. Jesus calling you. Was there just because he wasn't calling them? I don't know. Food for thought. Hallelujah. Because people will get jealous when God starts doing incredible things in your life. And when you start believing God beyond them, they get jealous. Amen. But you stay consistent. Don't you waver. Hold fast to the confession of your faith without, without wavering. For he is faithful that promise. Now, let's keep going. Verse 50, and he, watch this, because in those days, a blind man had to wear a garment, and that was the indication that that person was blind, you know, I guess to help them get their little, uh, you know, people give them money and stuff like that. So he had on a, a garment. He's cast away that blind garment and rose 
and came to Jesus. Now, when he threw that garment off that was a signal of, I'll now have to wear this garment again because Jesus finished. Give me my miracle. Why? He was thinking that. See, now he's moving. He's in positioning. He's, he's in that place now where, man, I'm close. I'm getting ready to get. He threw off that, that thing that identifies him as being blind. I'm not going to be blind no more. Praise God. I can get rid of him because Jesus finished. Give me my miracle. He was in the zone, man. He had got so far now that nobody could trip him up or stop him. And you need to get so far in your faith. Nobody can trip you up or stop you from receiving your miracle from God. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah today. I'm telling you, it's your time for signs, wonders, and miracles in your life. If you be like blind Barnabas, if you don't give up, you don't cave in. Even when people tell you, oh, shut up. Jesus won't do anything for you. You get louder. And when you get louder, Jesus stands still and say, I heard you. Come towards me and receive your miracle. Then you throw off that thing and say, my God, I'm getting ready to get it. Praise God. And watch what happened now. Praise God. And verse 51, and Jesus answered and said unto him, watch now. He did all this, and then he gets to Jesus. Right? Jesus said, what would thou, what will thou that I should do unto you? What do you need me to do for you? As if Jesus could see that he was blind. But he still need to maintain his faith. Jesus still wanted to hear his faith come out of his mouth. Now, he knew he was going to get it. Now, Jesus said, now, I need to hear you to say, I know, I heard you. I heard you in the spirit. But I want to hear you voice your faith because the Father sent me here to answer your faith. And he said, the blind man said to him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. I come to you to get my eyes back. Praise God. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, Woo! Get a hold of this body of Christ. And Jesus said unto him, Not unto them, unto them. Now remember, we started, there were many following him, but only one was in position to receive by faith. Isn't that amazing? Jesus said unto him, go thy way. Thy faith have made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and he followed Jesus in the way. He got his sight back. He said, I'm a believer. I'm connected to you, Jesus. I'm going to follow you and I'm going to live for God the rest of my life because I'm thanking God for the miracle that he gave to me. And amazing, this man not only get his eyes back, but he get his life back. And he follows Jesus. Now he's not only seeing in darkness, now he's seeing in the light. God opened his eyes, not just naturally, but God also opened his eyes spiritually. That he wanted to make Jesus the Lord of his life. And the Bible said he began to follow in the way of Jesus. That's what miracles is all about. Bringing people into the way of Jesus. Keeping you into the way of Jesus so that nothing will deter you from him. That you'll stay focused and firm and solid. For God I live. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You see, you got to be like this man, this man, blind barbarians, and you got to hold fast. I say you got to hold fast. And you got to block out the doubters and the disbelievers and the naysayers and the negative and all that. 
You got to get all that away from you. Why? Because you're believing what you're hearing and what you're thinking and what you're speaking. Are you listening? Come on now. Write good notes. I'm trying to go slow. Sometimes I get stirred up. Praise God. Thank God for the word of God. Um, let's see. I'm looking at one more here. I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to look at. Praise his wonderful name. Say this. Say this. I believe I receive in Jesus' name. Come on. I believe I receive in Jesus' name. See now. All the hearing, see your hearing, your thinking, uh, believing, speaking, all they has to do. See, uh, throughout the day, I, I, oh, praise God. See, Jesus said, I said, Jesus said over in the blessings of the Lord. I think it's uh, Proverbs. The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. Add no sorrow to it. See, the Bible declares that real rich in every aspect of our life. Amen. He, he, right? Remember that? Remember that? Praise God. I, I just want to just, just help you here. I want you to see hearing that you're rich, thinking that you're rich, believing that you're rich, speaking that you're rich. Guess what you're going to be? Rich. Now, I don't mind telling the body of Christ that we are rich. God has made us rich. Praise God. I'm not ashamed of it. Jesus did it. I say I'm not ashamed of it. Jesus did it. Somebody say amen if you can. Come on. Tell him amen if you can. I'm not bragging. I'm testifying. Hallelujah. And God did it. He brought us to a place of enjoying our life. You know, the other night, uh, and I was just thinking and praising God and giving God for all the things he'd done. And, and praise God. And so the Lord had dropped, the Holy Spirit dropped two restaurants, and one was full and the other one. And he said, I want you to go here. Why don't you go to the restaurant? See, remember I say he that see God leads you in every area of your life. And so last night I told my family, here's where we're going. I made reservations. And uh it's a certain restaurant, you got to dress a certain way. You can't just go in any kind of way. And you can't be saying, Why we got to dress up? See, that's your mind. See, you know, you can't do that. You God's trying to elevate you, He's trying to bring it to another place. And you have to go with it. So, you know, we I put on a nice suit tie. My wife dressed up. Jenna dressed up nice. And we went to this restaurant. Oh, my God. It was immaculate. Wonderful. We enjoyed ourselves. Amen. And I looked around. I, I said, oh, my God. I looked to my daughter. I said, I, I'm going to have my birthday party here. I mean, just. It's what rich people are supposed to be. See, you got to bring yourself up there. See, some of you won't elevate yourself there. You're just stuck here. Then you can need to keep here until you elevate your faith. Amen. Praise God. Are you listening? And you can't be afraid 
to enjoy the rich lifestyle. Because God wants you to enjoy the blessings of the Lord. If they can rich, you have no sorrow. Praise God. Amen. Jesus inside you is worth eating a night at a nice restaurant. Enjoying himself. Praise God. Now the bill came to $288 and I tipped them $60. I think it was. I think my tip was $60. i am just testifying. You know, don't get angry. Just here. I'm trying to help you. So it's over $300 for, for the three of them just to go out and just enjoy. But watch this. My tithes in my office was $800. Don't shove it down because I'm teaching real good. I'm trying to help us. You understand? My tithes in my offering was $800. So why can I go enjoy a nice meal with my family for $300. I qualified because I didn't give more to myself than I gave to God. This is how I stay afloat. See, the Bible says, for he who knew, for, for we know that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes, he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. Now, that might be rich because are you hearing it, being rich? Are you thinking, being rich? Are you believing, being rich? Are you speaking, being rich? So you can be receiving, being rich. Same way with your healing, same way with your deliverance, same way with anything else you need to do it. You operate this way, and then you can enjoy life. Praise God. Somebody ought to shout, hello, can I testify? You don't, if I don't tell you, you don't know. Then you can't flow. Hallelujah. Y'all stay on. Don't get off down because I'm, I'm helping us. Because I love you. And I want you to have the best. God wants you to have the best. So you can enjoy your life in Christ Jesus. Amen. Who has made us free from the life of sin and death. Praise God. Now, over here in uh, Acts chapter 14. And look at verse 8 and 9. Again, we see a miracle happening, hearing, thinking, believing. Amen. See, the reason I testify, because you need to know that it works. I'm not teaching a message. I'm coming to you as a messenger of something that we are living, and we've been living for quite a long time. Through the course of rearranging my thinking, I had to hear. I ain't always been like this. It's been a while. Well, shucks, I ain't paying that kind of money. We go to the restaurant, but I can go over here. No, I had to let, I had to keep hearing. And then somebody had to take me. Thank God for my spiritual father, Dr. Leroy Thompson and Mom Thompson and my brothers and sisters uh, that took me to restaurants and brought me to places I would never have gone my fork before to elevate my mind. And they hear them talk, faith, talk how God brought them to start. Start rearranging my thinking through my hearing, and then it start rearranging my believing, then it start rearranging my speaking, and then it start rearranging my receiving. Are you understanding this? It's a wonderful day in Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, here I'm almost finished. Verse uh, Acts chapter 14, verse number eight. And there were a certain man at Lystra and impotent in his feet, being crippled from his mother's womb, 
who had never walked, when he, the same heard Paul speak, now note, he heard Paul speak, who steadfast beholding him, perceiving that he had faith to be healed. See? It brought him to a, a, a place of receiving. See? It's, all that happened so supernatural. His hearing, his thinking, believing, so, happened so quick that he, he got in there so fast that he was able to gain his miracle. And the Bible said, Paul said with a loud faith, stand upon your feet. And he leaped and walked and began to praise God. Why? He made connection. It didn't take him, you know, a long time. He got on in there. He jumped in there and got a hold of it and got his miracle. In a significant way. Now, Acts chapter 8. We're almost finished. Acts chapter 8. And I want to look, look at verse number 4. Acts chapter 8, verse number 4. Amen. Therefore, notice this. Therefore, they were scattered abroad, but everywhere preaching the word. So they was preaching the word. Remember we say, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the Bible says, how can they hear except the preacher? And how can he preach except he be sent? Amen. But let's keep going. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Now no, he preached Christ unto them. The savior, the healer, the deliverer. Amen. And the Bible says, and the people with one accord gave heed to the things which which Philip spake, hearing. You get it? Hearing. And read that again. And the people with one accord gave heed to, unto the things which Philip spake. Hearing. Remember what's our first one? Hearing. And seeing the miracle which he had done. Wow. People got a hold of it. Their thinking shifted. Their speaking shifted. And their receiving shifted. They were able to get from God what they needed. What did they get? For unclean spirits came out with a loud voice. Came out of many that was possessed with them. And many taken with palsies and were lame, were healed. People that had ailments in their bodies and paralysis, all were healed by hearing the word of God. Woo, it shifted and boom, boom, boom. Boom, there it was. God showed up in a magnificent way. So I want to encourage you. You have to spend time hearing the word of God. Say the word of God. Confess the word of God. That's what Mark 11, 23, 24. Who shall say, this mountain, be not removed, shall not cast an heart, but shall believe those things which you say shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. What he saith. As a man thinketh, Psalm 23, Psalms, uh, uh, 23 and 7, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What you say becomes what you are. And what you are becomes what you think. 
what you think becomes what you are hearing. You understand the process tonight, ladies and gentlemen? The Holy Ghost trying to really help us and keep us in the flow of signs, wonders, and miracles. Amen. So you have to give voice to the word. What did I say? You got to give voice to the word. What did I just say, ladies and gentlemen? You got to give voice to the word of God. Amen. It's good in the morning you say, I believe I receive. Okay, after you say, I believe I receive, are you saying anything else after that? Or at just that one moment, that's it for the rest of the day. But by that time, the end of the day, you already don't let it slip. You got to go back and, and you have to spend time or somewhere, make it visible. This morning, we said the generosity brings prosperity. But withholding from charity brings poverty. Those who live to bless others will have blessings eat upon them. And the one who pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. Lord, I thank you because I'm pouring out to be a blessing to others that you are saturating me with favor. That's what you got to do. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's, it's not a quick fix. It's not abracadabra. It's hearing. It's thinking. It's believing. It's speaking. Then it is receiving. Now you have to work on it. Amen. If you find yourself, just repent. Get back on. Don't say, well, I messed up. It's okay. If you mess up, get back on it. Get back on it. Get back on it. Repent, Lord. I'm sorry. I, I, I dropped the ball. Get right back on it. Because as long as you're on it, God's with it. And the devil can't hold it back from you. And the church said, amen. I pray you have enjoyed this wonderful training in the word tonight. Listen, it works. I'll never be broke another day in my life. Why? He declared I'm rich. I'll never be sick another day in my life. Why? By his stripes, I am here. You got to think healing. Now, while you're doing this, you do things that keep your body healthy. See, you're thinking, I'm doing this because it's keeping me strong, keeping me my body full of energy. And all these things you have to do. But it starts, ladies and gentlemen, with your hearing. Listen, you never rise upon the, up, upon the level of your thinking. Let me give you that again. You never rise above the level of your thinking. Let me give you that again. I need you to hear me well. You will never arise above the level of your thinking. You will always arise at the level of your thinking. You can't go above it. See, okay, let me go to third John. This will be the last one. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I had already closed my Bible. Go to third, third John. Let me give you this, and then we're going to be finished for the night. Praise God. Thank you for being online. Amen. He's a wonderful God. 
He's a loving God. He's a caring God. He loves you. He wants you to enjoy life. Jesus Christ died so you can do, enjoy life. We ain't saying you're not going to have challenges. That's not what we said. We said so you can enjoy life. You defeat the challenges by staying fervent in faith. Now, in 3 John chapter 1, verse number 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. See it? He wants you to prosper. And be in health. He wants you to be in health. See that? He wants you to prosper. He wants you to be in health. And he's working on both of those for you. Amen. We gave it, we quoted to you tonight. He became poor that you through his poverty can be rich. By his stripes, you are and were healed. Then we go, he goes on to say, even as thy soul prospers, as your soul prosper, at the level your soul prosper, at the degree your soul prosper, at the degree that your soul grow and develop. Are you listening, class? Even as your soul prosper. So if my soul never prosper, I'm not going to prosper and I'm not going to be in hell. See right here in the Bible. No quick fix. It's what we got to do. So your soul got to prosper. So that's why you got to hear, think, believe, speak, and receive. You got to get that word in you. Got to get the word in you. Don't be a hearer only, but be a doer of the word. Deceiving. He said the one that hear and don't do the word is deceiving his own self. It's not Satan deceiving. You deceiving yourself because you're not doing what you heard. But he said, the one that hear the word and continue that, he said, that man will be blessed in his deed. That's in James chapter one. You want to go there and read. All right? We love you. Apostle pulling for you. This is your moment for a miracle. This is your moment for manifestation. Amen. Over your life, in your life, around your life, and with your family exploding with the blessings of God. This, this is your hour, this is your day, this is your time. Don't deny the moment. Just work with him. He'll work with you. And at the end, if you don't quit, you're going to win. Amen. Well, praise God. Thank you so much for being online tonight. Uh, Minister Janet is going to put out there online how you can give your seed tonight, your tithes, your offerings. Amen. Praise God. Uh, just keep doing. Just keep doing what you know to do. Keep giving. Keep sowing. Keep believing. Keep speaking. Amen. If, if it looks like you get weary in your sowing, go hear some word. Get that word out. Read what you just read. It's a lot of scriptures in there that will keep you fervent in sowing. Keep you fervent in doing what you need to do. Amen. So get out there. Do what you got to do. Let God direct you and instruct you. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you you'll be so glad that you did. Amen. He has a miracle with your name on it. And it's only for you. All you got to do, keep your hearing right, your thinking right, your believing right, your speaking right, and your receiving will always be right. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight for the precious word of God. Thank you that we're going to follow the prescription. 
of receiving from you. Holy Spirit, help us to not let this slip from us. Help us to maintain focus to carry it out that all the blessings of God that he has promised to us. He said the blessings of God are yes and amen. They will not miss not one. Not one will fall away from us because we'll stay fervent in faith. Lead us in God and show us how to do it. Help us to achieve God's best. Not only for us, for those around us, that we can be a great witness to those who see us standing as Christ was standing on this blessed earth. Thank you so very much. I pray, God, you strengthen. You not only strengthen them, you keep them strong. Father, we come against all stress from their life, all worry from their life. We speak the peace of God that passes all the understanding. We come against any darkness, any infirmity that would try to cling to their life. Satan, the Lord rebuke you and I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over the body of Christ. We thank you for total deliverance. We break the hand in the sign of devil in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the victory. For this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. We thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. And the body of Christ says, amen. Well, listen, it's been a wonderful training you tonight. I love doing this. I wish I had more time because I know it works. I thank God for Kennedy Hagin who taught us how to receive from God. He's been a man of walking by faith for six, over 65 years before he went on to be with the Lord. And so these things I'm now relating to you that have benefited us over the years. Listen, um, Sunday will be the first Sunday of July. Come expecting a marvelous time from God. Amen. We know that God got something great for us. I'm always excited to see what he's going to do on Sunday morning because I never know until I get there because my aim is to follow the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come with your faith high. Come looking for a miracle because he will meet you at your level of faith. He told the man of God, he told the blind Bartimaeus, according to thy faith, be it unto you. I say that to you tonight, according to your faith, be it unto you. So you can't use my faith according to your faith. Amen. Listen, blessings, increase, protection. Be upon your life in a mighty way. May his grace, his peace transcend to you. May this word keep keep menacing to you. Even when we go off, the Holy Ghost will still be talking to you. That is my prayer. We love you. We appreciate you so much. Remember, I'm always thinking and praying God's best for your life. We love you and we appreciate you so much. Thank you for being online. Remember, the best is yet to come. Peace out.